We are visiting today with Brant Bjork, as everybody knows. He is a very well-known name in the scene at large, heavy music or otherwise. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about his latest project, Stoner, as well as anything else that's going on. Man, Brant, you've been doing a ton of interviews this week. I'm sure that you're probably worn out thoroughly by now from all of this yapping. But uh, how's the week been for you so far? Oh, it's been good. You know, it's, uh, it's a week of anticipation. Uh, you know, obviously, streaming event tomorrow. And, um, you know, the unveiling of my new band with Nick Oliveri and Ryan Good, Stoner. So, um, you know, there's a lot of yapping going on and a lot of interviews, but uh, it's great. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. And I'm excited about Stone, so it's all good. Right on. Well, today's your birthday. Wish you a very happy birthday from Doomed and Stone and all the listeners out there. You know, we are just a few years, we, me, I guess I should say, it's just a, a few years younger than you. I was born in 75. Uh, do you remember much of the 70s? Uh, I certainly have 70s memories. I mean, I was still young, but, uh, you know, I was at an age when you're absorbing your environment completely all this all your sensory Mm -hmm. is just totally absorbing so like you know i grew up on 70s television which was also a really 60s television that's true rolling rolling over Um, i grew up on um you know 70s rock radio which was a lot of 60s hits in motown as well Mm -hmm. um you know i i mean you know i saw star wars 10 freaking times when it came out um, you know, I remember Jaws and you know, all the crazy movies that were coming out. Yeah, the 70s was, I remember disco. And then, you know, I also, you know, like it rolled into the early 80s in my neighborhood. We moved into Palm Desert in 77 from La Quinta, which was even an even smaller desert town about eight miles away. And um, I moved into the neighborhood and it was, it was a full on, even, even in the early 80s, it was pretty much a full on 70s. <laughs> neighborhood, you know, it's like the kids wearing, you know, lightning bolt, Dogtown skateboards and BMX bikes, and Kiss was all the rage, of course. And I still, right on. Kiss is still one of my favorite rock bands. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I don't know why, but I I just had flashbacks from my experiences in the '80s, just running around on my bike and just enjoying a Saturday. And I think it's because we just got a new kitten, and I was just introducing it to the backyard for the first time, and just the wonder and the curiosity of it all. It just totally took me back to those days before we knew what internet was, before we knew what online streaming was any of this shit and we just kind of took life as it came and just enjoyed the best of it and uh, yeah man so you kind of grew up with that background in mind and of course the world has changed so much since then and now we have you know a situation arise where bands aren't touring because of a worldwide pandemic but you know making the best of things we've got this new emerging online streaming medium which is really cool um, I caught the last broadcast from live in the Mojave Desert looking forward to uh, seeing Stoner this weekend you know tell us uh, a little bit about what we're to expect tomorrow well you know me and, and Nick and Ryan Good, we, we went out to Mojave Desert and um, we played our music and there was a pretty pretty impressive production team there that uh, 
recorded the audio and, and filmed the performance. And uh, outside of that, <laughs> I'm not quite sure, you know, how these things work on a technical level. But uh, we were told that they were gonna, you know, air the uh, or stream the uh, uh, the performance, mm -hmm. which which was set for tomorrow. And um, I'm I'm as curious as everyone else. Right on. You know, I've never I've never really done this before on this kind of level. Streaming is an entirely new platform for me. As you said, the world has changed, and I, I come from that older analog generation, and, yep. and I'm, I'm still desperately trying to keep up with the, the modern digital world. I'm not really a big computer person, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to keep up and um, find my my place and, as a as a, a rock musician in it all, you know. So I'm just, I'm just curious if everyone else check this out. Yeah, man. Well, I checked out the Mountain Tamer stream last week, which is one of my favorite emerging bands because I love what they're doing, and I thought they did a, a great job with the atmosphere, with the environment. So, I mean, take us there. Like, what was it the day of production? What's it like just kind of going out in the middle of nowhere and just letting your, your flag fly high? Well, I mean, Nick and I come from... You know, our musical roots are such that we were born playing our music in the desert. Mm -hmm. you know? So there was nothing new there, although it was, you know, very, very comforting and exciting to to kind of get this band, you know, birthed so to speak, out you know, out in our natural habitat. You know, and um, Ryan Jones, the event producer, who was then my my manager now ex-manager, you know, he kind of created this event around, you know, our, our legacy and our history as as desert musicians and, mm -hmm. and our generator party uh, movement back in the 80s and early 90s. So the event, conceptually, was something we were very familiar with and, and like I said, part of our history. Mm -hmm. And it felt great to get out there and, and rock. I mean, that was, it was amazing. But outside of videos, made in the early 90s with Caius and stuff and some of the videos that were taken by friends and stuff just for documentation purposes over the years when we were you know developing as a scene I don't remember or recall ever you know specifically going out in the desert with the intention of, of filming mm -hmm. a full-on you know like a concert film right so, um, with, uh, with, and, and having it be monetized for, for the fans and, and potential viewers so it was like I said it's all all kind of new for me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's old and new. That's true, that's true. Yeah, definitely virgin territory where, where the technology is concerned, but how cool to go out there and just, uh, man, do your thing. Doomed and Stone was really privileged this week to uh, debut on our podcast. One of the, the songs from the the new movie, I guess I want to call it, but it's it's more of like a, a concert, but it's filmed, you know, in a way that, that feels like a movie, honestly. And that, that was the song, Rad Stays Rad. And I want to tell you, the response has been phenomenal. I mean, I've never seen our podcast get so many hits within 24 hours. It was just crazy. People are hungry to hear, you know, not only new stuff from you, but just the, the collab with with Nick and Ryan, man. How long has it been since you and Nick collabed? Well, Nick and I are always kind of mentally and spiritually collaborating. Mm. I mean, we, we, grew up, we grew up together, so we're musical brothers, <laughs> literally. And um, 
but I, I don't think we've officially been working on a project together since this Gino. So that's, wow. that's been some time. Yeah, and this isn't the first time, God, as far as, I mean, there's been so many things over the years that we've all been part of and touched upon, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the first time that I've been on the guitar and vocals and Nick on bass and vocals. And certainly has a power trio so this is kind of a first for us but it's, yeah. it seems very natural and it seems very appropriate and i think it's really ultimately the reward of just all that nick and i've done as musicians and mm -hmm. as, as you know friends and, and brothers coming together it's like yeah man we've, we've this is what you get to do when you, you've done what we've done for as long as we have you get to get together and say hey, man stoner's a celebration of, of our dedication to you know our life and music and our, our brotherhood that's what it is man you know our roots that's so awesome like how did this begin like what were those early moments where you and and nick and ryan just decided let's do something together again well i mean i think we all represent all musicians that were frustrated during the pandemic and the industry shut down and uh, you know of course you know we all stayed creative write music and woodshed and we do all the things that we always normally do but but we lost our ability to go out and perform and uh, interact with our fans who, who you know I mean, that's, that's how we're able to achieve the, the success that we have is, and, and sustain a life in music is with, with our, our audience our fans and to lose that direct connection with them mm -hmm. through canceling of tours and and shows it's it's tough you know it's, it's hard especially for for musicians like you know nick myself and ryan good i mean that's why we became musicians to begin with you know i wasn't necessarily motivated by just writing songs in my my room and, mm -hmm. and, and selling them i i, I wanted we, we we came up in the punk rock movement you know where it was about the community was what it was all about all about like let's get out there and rock for our friends and we'll, we'll just we'll just we might suck but we're gonna learn how to we're gonna just learn how to do it as we as we go <laughs> and so to not have that interaction with the fans through touring and performing we were hungry and we had to kind of use our imagination you know and uh, which you know that's what i call mind money you know yeah. my money is imagination you don't have the brain but you got the imagination to try to figure out how to mm how to make something happen. I said, yes, let's make a start band. And uh, Nick and Good, we're here, we're here locally. And um, we could just start, uh, it felt great to, to not only with Nick and Good, but just to get together and start and start playing music again. Yeah. And, um, and then having a Mojave uh, project right there as a, as a launching pad and, and the concept of what it was it was it was very there's a synergy going that, that that made a lot of sense and, and, it, and it's all it's all a response to the pandemic and the covid you know shutdown mm -hmm. you know that's what we have to do man you got to be creative and you got to keep going 
Yeah, man. Like we uh, are putting together a compilation, Doomed and Stoned in Denver, and uh, we were surprised. Like half the bands we contacted had disbanded just over the the past year. So it it's been crazy the effect this has had on people. But yeah, creative people, man, they're gonna break through. And and I'm really uh, interested in kind of that first little kernel of stoner. You know how uh, with the music itself was it kind of you guys trading riffs over you know, the phone or, or, you know, how has, how has this collaboration kind of come together? Did you guys just get together in as you know, a practice space and just start jamming? Pretty much. I mean, cool. I had some musical, I had some riffs and some musical ideas that were like, you know, launching pads for us. But I, I knew, you know, I, I, I grew up in it, as I said, and I'm, as it's known, and I've, I've been playing with Brian Dude for years now, my solo band. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I when I had the idea of putting this unit together, I, I had a pretty confident idea that this was going to have a natural chemistry that was just going to explode. And um, so I had a couple riffs in my pocket, and I told Nick, hey, you know, and I sent him a couple riffs what I, I had just to kind of give an idea where I thought this could go. And same with Good. And it, the, musically, it was all about a return to, to the root. It was all about, you know, we'd come so far that now it's almost like the challenge is to see it's, it's about to go home. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like let's just see if we can go back to the basics, man, and just and just get to the most primal source of, of, of our intention to rock in the first place, which was rock for rock's sake. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not overthinking. I, like, like I've been saying, the, uh, the mission statement for Stoner is just no brainer. Mm. You know. And so we just got in my studio, and within two minutes, it was like it, this thing took on a life of its own. It's like we didn't even we just roll with it it just starts making itself and it's a, it's just sonically and vibe wise and, and uh, it's just a, it's just all that we've grown up with especially Nick and I as, as, as the ones writing music um, it's it's all that we grew up with you know it's, it's punk rock it's classic rock it's got some heavy metal it's got some you know it's, it's all in there because that's what we grew up on you know wow so You've uh, you've recorded some stuff. I understand. Uh, is that correct for uh, for later release? Yeah, we recorded um, our set in my studio the night before we went to do the uh, Mojave film. Okay. So and that's being mixed right now. Nice. And uh, I'll be uh, delivering that to Gabe for Heavy Sight. So nice. Stoner's going to be releasing its official studio debut at Heavy Sight probably sometime. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Heavy Psych has been such a great label. I followed it for years, and just to see you be attached to that has been a joy. So, has that been a pretty fruitful relationship? It has. It has, and it's very poetic that it was Nick that actually introduced me to Heavy Psych. I had known Gabe as the member of Black Rainbows, who supported one of my tours years ago in Europe, but I was actually unfamiliar with his, his record label. So Nick turned me on to that through his work with them. And, on a generator and his solo stuff as well. And I instantly was like, man, who's doing this? This is great. And, you know, and it's, I mean, we've been doing this long enough to where, like, I, I, there, weren't, there weren't, like, record labels dedicated to this kind of music, <laughs> you know? And that's that's primary reason why I was at my own label and was putting out my own music for years, you know, way back, because there just weren't labels interested in focusing on this kind of stuff. Man's mm-hmm. Ruin would have been the exception, maybe a couple others, and they're obviously long gone. So for Gabe to kind of focus on 
on our style of music and, and those relating, and but but also being you know not just a guy trying to get involved and make a buck, but like someone who's also participating as a right. band has a passion. It's man, you can't go wrong. Man. You know, it's killer. Yeah, it really is, man. I mean, this whole scene has just sprouted literally underground. It's like a rebirth, and there's just so much um, swelling beneath the surface that, that's directly inspired by what you guys have done, you know, not only in the present, but years and, and decades ago. So, you know, we can't thank you enough for being the inspiration behind that. And today on, on your birthday, well, first of all, any cool plans for tonight? Uh, I'm just going to have a couple killer we'll probably just you know have a barbecue a couple cocktails right on just play some cool some good music just chill out man my family my friends what's better than that right yeah absolutely man and then I know it's kind of corny to ask but any kind of birthday wisdom or you know what gives you your easygoing vibe people when they think of you they think of cool so what keeps you cool <laughs> what keeps me cool <laughs> <laughs> That's all wise, um, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, shit. I, I don't know. That's a hard one. Well, maybe a better question is just like, you know, how do you kind of keep your, your mindset? How do you kind of keep your mind straight, you know, especially with all the frustrations going on, you know, in these days and, and whatever, you know, how do you kind of keep focused and, and keep steady on going? Yeah. Like literally, but also just like, you know, you gotta you gotta find the balance of rocking the boat a little bit. Yep. Keep people on their toes. Uh, but also roll with it, you know, don't fight the currents, man. Mm. Just roll with roll with the universe. Roll you know. Float down that river, man. Right on. Don't swim upstream too much. I love it. Right on. Well, Stoner's going to be live in the Mojave Desert this weekend, and we'll link you guys below for details. Uh, any closing uh, thoughts or or anything that you want to share with the, the listeners? Uh, just thanks for all the support over the years. Um, can't, can't do it without you. All right, we've been talking with Brant Bjork from the band Stoner, among many other projects. They'll be live in the Mojave Desert this weekend online. And uh, be sure to check that out.
Break your leg. 